Warning, the following podcast contains violent scenes that may be unsettling to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. A group of agents are sent to secretly investigate the town of La Fontaine, which is currently under the grip of an ice storm. However, the danger is not from the storm, but from what it has unleashed. Lover in the Ice is a Chronicles of Darkness first edition one-shot game, with Quinn as a storyteller. Becca playing Katie, Slavic playing Leona, and Tillman playing Alan. If you'd wish to contact us, you can find us on Twitter at twin underscore cities underscore VTM or on Facebook at Twin Cities by Night. We hope you enjoy. Leona just found out that there was a body in the morgue. That apparently a man had either been stabbed or you know, died from the cold because he had been just in his underwear. And so, Leo comes back and reports that, and the cop is still passed out of the couch. Seems on you. Right, so how do we approach this? I'm assuming the two of us outside the office, you just wanted to hide it in the office, correct? The container, she means. Yeah, that was my plan. I mean... I, I'm not comfortable with it, but we do have some loose ends to tie up. There's this place that this cop wanted to check out. I'm, I'm fairly certain that he had some kind of plan behind that. Are you saying that we should talk to the police officer? Should we restrain him somehow? Again, not very comfortable with that. That would draw a whole lot of attention. No, I think maybe we should check this place out. The place he wants to look at first. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, if you recall that he wasn't, like I said, he was always looking back to one spot, and you mm-hmm. and you think maybe that's where the body was found. That you could. That's one the one idea you could throw around. Okay. I think that's a great idea. And now's the time to do it. Get there. Make sure that there's nothing any nothing. The fishy. body at the morgue and the potential murder case in the police system are beyond our reach. Mm-hmm. If we try to do something about it, it's just draw more. Yeah, we got the police badge. And I walk in and I delete files. I mean, I could go there with you. Well, yeah, but I just mean it's extremely I, I unusual. This, but also, like you do know, like they are very busy at this point. That's so. Might be even empty. So we could just break in. And also, here's another idea. I guys can give you is that. Do you know the thing, the thing in the ammo box? It's from the jungle of South South America, mm-hmm. and you're currently in a place, a town that's going on an ice storm right Probably now. It doesn't like the cold, yeah. And another thing you remember is that Skip's place. It was the heat was turned all the way up. Okay, so it needs heat. Yeah, that's 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 logical. We should look, and because you know, the power there was higher than the rest of the houses. Okay. We should look at right. other houses that have similar amounts of power usage. All right, so mm. I'll say, give me a uh, you know check roll to again log in and see what. See, give me a uh, wits. I want to say, and I'll say investigation. Okay, one five. I assume da- data analysis does apply to this. Yes, this one in this case it does. Yes. Okay, four successes. Oh, with four successes, okay, yeah. You look through the place and you know. 
like yeah, there are a couple of pieces that you can sort of like discount as being the suspect because of the you know one place is like the high school that's being used as a shelter right now. Another place is uh, the main the main XQ, but there is one place you find that is actually that is really spiking uh, in energy use, and it's this place on one eight two four West Ambrosia Street. So it looks like it's still in a certain place near the university. So we're thinking that's going to be the most likely place for another host. Yeah, that, like I said, that's the place with the yeah. most similar uh, heat, you know, most energy consumption to uh, Skip's and place. There could even be more than one of them, right? And maybe, I don't know, uh, Amante. Yeah, we still don't know what the Amante thing with the lover is. Why are, they, why are there so many of them here anyway? It seems very strange. Was this the first one? Did they somehow breed? Were there more? Could more than one of these fit into the ammo box or not? No, that was just the author like... didn't describe more than one, but yeah. somehow it survived for decades in the storage unit, yeah, even so though it the wasn't very unit warm. Was cold. Yeah, yeah. So, are they trying to breed in the heat? Ugh, disgusting. Could there have been more than one in the storage unit? It's possible. Maybe the uh, the organization collected them from various parts of the world? That'd just be stupid to put them in one place. And you yeah, do know that... Just like the agency. And again, you know that like you, you didn't find any like the missing pieces of the dead mother, of Skit's mother. You didn't find like the, her organs or anything like that. It was just hollowed out. And then they went, went somewhere. He didn't look like Skip ate her at all. He looked like he hadn't been, yeah, yeah, he hadn't been eaten at all for the last several days. Okay. I think our first step is to figure out how many we're actually dealing with here. Um, I yeah. want to head one at to the, the storage morgue. unit. I'm pretty sure the one at the morgue was also one. Okay. Guy in his boxers, very heavily like stabbed or damaged, froze to death. <sighs> so storage unit then? I think that should be our first step unless we want to split up. Well, it's not. Yeah. No. <laughs> All right. So you go over to this. The Earl's rented space. Pretty much empty, abandoned. No one's really looking on the place because it does have power. But there is like fallen trees all over the place. And as you look, you definitely see like there was a tree that fell and crashed into several of the storage units and broke them open. As you go inside and investigate, you see like you look through looking through GB224. You look and you find it's one of the ones that was broken open by the fallen tree. And as you look inside, you see nine containers look exactly like the one you have back at your office. And there's a clear gap where one used to be, and like the dust and the snow. So it looks like only one has been purposely removed? Yes. The other eight are there? Other nine, yes. Oh, other nine? Okay, so there's ten total. Yes. And they're all closed? Yes. All, all, all are secured and shut, and like, you can see that there's noticeable like dust. Covering them more like snow on top of them. Okay. I'd like to take a look around just to make sure there's nothing else that seems to be obviously missing. All right. Yeah. I'll give this for you. Like, you look around, there's like no sign there was like any other container that was mi- missing or moved aside from like, you know, when the crash happened. And even the containers themselves, they look they're secure and intact. A little bit wet, but they're fine. Okay. So if there is more than one, it sounds like they are breeding. No, this was possibly the worst option. Well, we'll have to deal with them, obviously. I'm not sure how... We should find out how they breed. Oh, I can't believe I said that. 
Are there any other documents that happen to be with the containers that might give us more insight into what's going on? You can like open the thing, open the containers, but like, yeah, there are like several other different objects inside, but none of them relate to the uh, ammo box. Okay. Yeah, you you spend some time doing that, looking things over. You find, and actually, when you open one up, you look inside. You see, like, open like a bird cage inside. There's a parrot. It's not dead. It's it looks at you and squawks. So, let me try to link fix up. Someone is probably caring for all these creatures here. No, it was like the the, the box of the parrot. It was locked and had a thick layer of dust all over it. Oh, okay. So. Someone purposely walked into here and grabbed one box and never looked at the others. Sounds like it, yeah. That's what you think, yeah. So, I don't think that that person would be Skip, though. You do know that if you look around, you see that there are security cameras. Okay. Was there anybody working at a front desk, or are they at no, home? No, there was no one, no, one, no one at the front desk. It was all empty. Okay. Hey, Leona, do you think you can... Figure out what was on the feed. Maybe we could see who's been coming in and out. Yeah, let's take a look. All right, yeah, give me a uh, intelligence and computers roll. <laughs> Four successes. Okay, so looking through the data, you look through the cameras and the footage, you find that, yeah, there was a, definitely like a bit of a gap because the power was only recently restored. And so you're looking back to the records, you find that yeah, on the night in question were the alarms that were set off. And you find that the, like the tree fell. There was moments when no one came by. Then you see like a figure coming in and manage to get a glimpse, and it's clearly Skip. He like goes and investigates the box because you see like it's opened up a little bit of a crack. Like, it's been loose, and then you like see him like look look up and see something leap out of it and attack him. And then he like falls over, and then you see him like after, after like several minutes of him lying on the ground, you see him wake up, grab the box. And just take off with it. Guys, are you seeing this? Gotta make sure they don't attack us. Or their spawn don't attack us. That's how they implant themselves. So Skip was the first person to have one in him. That basically confirms that there's multiple now. Yeah. Why would because, it? Yeah, and you did notice that like, yeah, the, the snow around Skip's house wasn't really disturbed. So it looks like he had been there. He had been out. You see, people have said he had been moved around the first day he had been infected, but then like he shut himself in. So, what if the hollowed-out mother was actually like a womb or egg sac for these things? You know, maybe I should message Control see if they give us any advice on how to deal with these things. Yeah, we should probably give out a contamination alert. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'll probably send like a message and s attach a couple pictures. All right, you get a message back saying, ensure that all possible contaminants are secured. If you cannot do this within the next you know, 48 hours, we will send another team to quarantine and if need be, exterminate. Okay. So we have 48 hours before they send in another team, okay. which means if we don't do this in 48 hours, it means they breed really fucking fast. Mm, yep. All right. What's the next step? Clearly nothing's here. We have the morgue to check out. We have the um, the place that the cop wanted to check out, but 
Uh, and we have the place near the university where the heating is on, and I think we should capitalize on the heating thing. Yeah, for real, because that's where we gotta make sure they don't breed. And you and you guys do know that when you look at the, if you look at the chaos at the place where the heat, the Ambrosia Street, it is like so within like a mile radius of where the cop kept pointing, turning his finger to. Okay, so this could be it. Well, oof. Can't say I'll be much use to you guys, you know, during a firefight, but I'll do what I can. Well, we need you to stay in contact with Control, at least. So right. I hope you're, you're coming with us. Of course, of course. I mean, someone has to document it. I mean, we can't all live from, you know, a century-year-old paper from a writer who's half insane. Are you talking about my teaching books? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. I was talking about the yeah, guy in Brazil. Okay. So, yeah. do we move out? Yeah, we have, I guess we have to prepare. Do we? Oh, yeah, we need some kind of... Honestly, if we could burn the house down before we could... There might still be innocent people there, right? Probably. Yeah. Let's just check out the situation. So where are you going? You going to the uh, Ambrosia Street address or the morgue? Ambrosia, if I yeah. heard correctly. First watch it from the street, probably, you know, scope it right. out. Yeah, you look you look at it from the street and doesn't look there's sign any sign of anybody yet moving around in there. No lights or anything? Actually, yeah, you look and you see there is like one, a couple lights in like, like one section of the place. It's like a like a two-story house and you look around you see that the street is like it's like a student home for like students of the university maybe possible to climb up like to a balcony or something no there are no balconies no okay what about does it have one of those like uh, power units on the outside that like will measure how much electricity is being used on the outside of the place like a fuse box almost yeah yeah, you can you can like go there and like. Did you bring any of your utilities equipment to do that to measure the electricity? Oh, I'm not wanting to measure it. I'm wondering if we can actually tamper with it. Oh, you want to like turn off the power? Yeah, force whatever's inside to come out. Unless you guys think that's a bad idea. Then you look around. There are people, you know, on this street. There are some inhabited, you know, student homes around here. Yeah. Okay. Maybe Alan could shoo them off. With his badge, saying it's dangerous. Ooh, yeah, make or, a... And we could, I mean, we could do that. We have FEMA badges, right? Just say that this place is dangerous, gas leak, blah, blah, blah. Oh, and we... Um, has the other house caught fire already? Yeah, by, by the time you get to the uh, Ambrosia Street, you yeah, notice... It's the perfect cover. ...coming out in the distance. <laughs> I like your thinking. All right. So... Get people to leave to one of the safe places. Uh-huh. Are we going to try to turn off the power to the house, or are we going to try to enter? Well, if we turn the power off, uh, then they might try to scatter, but it could give us an advantage. I'm not sure. I think if we turn the power off, they are more likely to leave. Yeah. Are but we, we going... still? We should still shoo the people away, though. Oh, of course. Okay. Give me a... Uh... I would say presence role and intimidation or Yeah. I'll, I'll let Alan and Katie do this. <laughs> yeah, basically just you know try to go there and like you know try to act official enough to you know get the people to evacuate the area. 
I'm actually not very intimidating. <laughs> As in, I don't have any dots in it. I will accept persuasion. Okay. Presence and persuasion or manipulation? Uh, yeah, I will accept presence and intimidation or presence. I mean, or intimidation or persuasion. Okay. So I can, I can choose because I'm better at persuasion. Would uh, okay. um, fast talk be appropriate as a specialty for this? I will accept it because you're basically you, you basically like when someone comes on the door, they can be like you know you try to like you know distract them with words like keywords like you know gas leak you know evacuate sort of things. I will accept that. Four successes. Three successes. With those combined, honestly, yeah, you you manage to wave your badges around, you know, activating enough to get all the people in the immediate area out of their houses and you know you go to one of the nearby shelters while you go investigate the uh, gas leak. Excellent. Maybe the door will be unlocked again. You just want to go right on in? Well, no, I don't want to go in at all. The door is unlocked. You can see that there is a basement floor to it, too. So do you want to, do you want to go in like the front door? want to go around the side to the basement? What are you doing? Do we well, hear we anything or see something? No, you don't hear anything outside. Okay. I guess we should take this bottom to top, right? Okay, we'll go around to the basement. Yeah, maybe, uh, I don't know, the heater is usually in the basement, and if it lacks heat... Oh, well, that could be the worst of it. Yeah. You know, I really wish the agency offered gun courses for us newbies. All right, so you're going to the basement? Yeah, let's go to the basement. Yeah. Katie, Katie will take point. All right, so, yeah, you go into the basement... And in there, you see, like, you know, the first thing you see, the washer and dryers down there, and it looks like, actually, as you look, you see, like, a window nearby. And you definitely see, like, it's been clawed through. Like, claw marks in it, there's a little bit of blood, like, a little bit of, like, gray flesh on the floor nearby. Oh, and also, God, yeah. the main thing that grabs your attention in the basement is that there is this, the dead body of a woman there. And, like, she looks like she's dead, because you can see, like, there's these puncture marks all over her body, and with, like, orange fluid on them. But also, like, you see, like, her torso is, like, bloated a little bit. Is that going to be what I think it's going to be? Mm, probably. Yeah. Well, be careful. They can jump. I've seen that in the video. So what do you do? I wish we had some fire. My <laughs> first thought is we see the scene, and then it's just like, nope, walk back out. We're going to go yeah. <laughs> yeah. story level. <laughs> I'm not walking around in a room where things will jump me. Yeah. It's probably a good idea. <laughs> oh, okay, so we take <laughs> a couple steps We backwards. just bring flamethrowers as our only equipment. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. Okay, but so you were there, and so what are you just going to, what are you going to do? You know there's a woman's body there, and it's bloated. Okay. We're going to leave the way that we came, close right. the door, and then go back to the first the front door. All right. Now it's still possible they can be upstairs, so we should be careful, but I think it'll be a little bit harder for them to open doors, so yeah. yeah I, I just want to say that Leona would probably like have like a GoPro or something just so uh, she could monitor uh, or like have footage of it afterwards, but still have her hands so, free. So when everything goes bad, you have found footage of it, okay? Yeah, so <laughs> when we inevitably die. <laughs> and then there will be snuff films of it. 
<laughs> rescue team too. We'll we'll just oh, so that's what happened. These guys are idiots. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you go into the front door. You it's unlocked again. You open to it to a main foyer. And on the left, you see like the set of stairs going upstairs. On the right, to the immediate right, there's like a little uh, bathroom. Immediately to your left, there's a stairs, and beyond that, there's a dining room to your left. On the right, there's a living room. And it looks like right now, there's it looks like there's any sign of you know anything bad. It looks just empty. And no other bodies. No. I have a suspicion. All right. So this thing uh, took hold of uh, of Skip. Mm-hmm. And he somehow spreads it to women of the town. And they become these, well, breeding uh, hosts. Okay. And I do believe his mother was one of the first affected. That's a decent theory. Um, What about the first person that was found out in the snow? Was that a male or female? So they just said, like, like a man or something. They don't really hurt, hurt well. Okay. All right. And then, so as you are, you going deeper into the house? Or are you like looking around? Or are you just staying at the doorway? Um. Let's uh, clear up room by room. Are the lights on? Yes. Okay. In the main, in the main foyer, yes, there is some lights on. But like in the, in the adjoining rooms, there are no, there are no lights on. And it's very warm, right? Yes, you can definitely feel like as soon as you walk in, it's like it's you're starting to sweat. Honestly, it's that warm. Okay. So yeah, we check through the house. All right. So you're going to the dining room on the left, or the, or the living room. There are most stats nearby. Maybe we can't. We we don't have to like turn the power off, but we could make it a bit colder. It would take a while. That's a slow process, yeah, but yeah, it would take a while. But you know, uh, I will say, yeah, you find in the living room there is a thermostat. But you know, if we open a door or something, it's you can just get cool quickly. Okay. You want to leave the front door open? We can uh, try. We could just go around and open doors and windows and keep right. like one exactly. room warm and everywhere else cold, so it gives them some place oh, yeah, to that's go. A good idea. All right. So as you go into the living room, then you look around there. You notice there's like a living room and adjoining den area. Then there's another room to the left of it on the den, and you look on the floor. There's like there is blood, like traces of blood, and the and the door under the door that's in the den. Oh, excellent. Okay. Kind of bracing myself. Kitty opens up the door just a little bit to peek inside. All right. So in the inside, you see like little, like ripped clothes, like like a pile of clothes, like some blood, like like a shirt, pants, and you see there's like, been like a fight, a struggle. There's like some the beds messed up. There's the furniture is a bit overturned. Okay. But nobody. Nobody. Blood and clothes and dishevelment. And you definitely see like they're looking around. There's like it's like a men's room. Okay, like an office. No, no, no. It's Space like or... a, like, it's, like it's bedroom. That's oh, okay. Can you see like some pictures on the wall? It looks like a gay man, arm and arm with another man, embracing each other. Okay, so not just women. And I think this ties in with the amante thing. Oh. oh. As in, it could be like referring to the relationships between the people who've been affected. No, no. I think it basically needs the human reproductive system as a as a parasite Ew. yeah okay all right so as you're looking around you hear something here you start hearing like a scream from upstairs oh shit maybe someone's still 
live out there. Oh gosh. And wow. you hear the sounds like a man screaming. Fantastic. Police, police, come down where we can see you. No, no, actually, the streaming just continues, and then it's, and then it continues, and then stops. All right, um, that startles me even more. I'm going to uh, quickly checking rooms, just kind of real quick, make my way upstairs. Yeah, All right. I'm following. All right, both your guns drawn? Yeah. Yes. Also following. Yes. Did you have the knife with you from the first house? Or yeah. No? Uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> But right. I'm honestly better without it. So. <laughs> all right. So the book, the so the, all of you rush upstairs, and there you, as soon as you go open, it's, just like, it's like a bit of like a mini foyer up there. It's like a, a bedrooms all around you, like a bathroom. You go upstairs on the right. There's like a balcony overhead, and like you can look down to the main foyer area. And on the left and right, you see like bedrooms, and the and the, the screaming coming from the bedroom on the right. All right, busted in, police. Just seeing what, what's going on. All right, so you break it down. It's not locked. And there you see two women, like college-age girls, who are both, like, pecking at this homeless man they have on their bed. And they, they see, like, the things in their mouth just, like, come down when they just go, like, strike at him. He's not moving by this point, but, like, see, there's an like, orange fluid flying everywhere. Oh, God. Do, when I make that brash announcement of us being there... Do they react to that at all? Yeah, they, as soon as they hear that, they look and turn at you, and so you see one of them has, has a thing hanging out of her mouth. Oh, fantastic. But other than that, they're not being aggressive, correct? Towards not at us. the moment. But you see, like, you got them, like, for the, sec- the second they pause. Okay, quick. Grab the door and shut it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> did not expect that. Neither did I, but okay, so you shut it, and then they just, like, you hear, like, a, Aah! they charge it, they shut the door. Was it a open in door? Yeah. Okay. My first thought is we just need to make this house like as she's holding on. We gotta burn it. We gotta burn the house down. I'll go turn the gas. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are good at this. <laughs> this is going to be a string of gas explosions <laughs> along America, wherever we're going. Be like, and then once the police catch you, like. Gotta burn it down. <laughs> it fits our cupboard, right? We're FEMA. <laughs> <laughs> yes, FEMA, the famous organization that has legal authority to burn down houses. Okay, so, so just Leona, you go run downstairs and you're trying to start a gas leak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Start a gas leak. And... All right. As you do so, you hear like a this hooting sound coming from above you. Ignore it. <laughs> All right, then, so, then I'm afraid you're going to be blindsided when this thing drops down on you. Oh, no. So you're downstairs right now, and so you, I'll say you're in the main foyer. So basically, if either uh, uh, Alan or uh, Katie can look over the railing on, on the second floor and look down and see what's going on. And so basically, you look and you see like this gray orangutan thing. Two arms, and instead of legs, it has tongue things that come out of their mouths. It's attached to it at the base. It's not like a long stalk for where its legs would be. And uh, on the chest, like, we got like, weird bat-like ears and like, this hooting sound as it tries to like grapple with you. Uh, okay, so it tries to. I try to sort of slip away from it. All right, I'm going to have to give me a, a strength stick, a brawl roll. Real fast, uh, can see it. Yeah, both of you can see it, yeah. If you look over the railing, yeah. You're looking okay. down. Power at the activate. I 
yell to Leona, like, get down, and then... <laughs> yeah, try to shoot it? Yeah, and I think I want to use um, a burst... First, we're going to say that, yeah, I rolled for the creature, because the thing, it's you can tell it's it's stronger than you, because it's drawn like, strong like an ape. It's got a lot of power in it, because you have more experience than you will get in fistfights with people. And you're unexpectedly strong, so you manage to you well, know, wrestle yeah. this way out of its grasp, and you're like, you're knocking away from you. And so Tillman, would ha- when he shoots, he does have like a clear shot at it, it won't hit you. So I will say that it doesn't have any defense in it, so give me a attack roll, a damage roll, whatever, shooting it. Right. So I have dex 2 and firearms 2. I would like to use willpower. Okay. Four, five, eight. What's the damage of your weapon? Two? No idea. Is Probably it, two. It, if it's a normal Glock, it's two, so that means you're rolling ten dice. Ooh. Success is one lethal damage to the target. Well, <laughs> two successes. So if, so is that two damage or four damage? I... It's two. Okay. So with two, da- you hit it, and it definitely you, you don't manage to get anywhere vital. You manage to get like in one of the arms, and so like it hoots at you and like, looks at you, and you see like it's got like this split mouth here with like little teeth on it, and it like hoots at you, and then it's like scrambles away into the deeper into the house. Where did that thing come from? That wasn't on the tapes. That- I think that was the. Was that the Amante? It looked different. And like I said, yeah, you see, like the the phallus thing on it is it's yeah. it's the same thing as the mount thing in the mouths. I guess that must have been it. I'm not used to this. Why did they send me into the field? I prefer, you know, not being in the field. And all the while, they're like, they see like the, the, here's a banging on the door. Right, right. Uh, gotta prepare the gas yeah. leak. I will say that the thing has been driven away for now, so Leona, you can try to see it set house up to burn down. It, I'll give me a uh, intelligence, and um, I don't know, I don't know what it would be to rem- try to remember like exactly how to remember how uh, how what Katie did it the first time around. I think the first time we did investigation. I'm saying that not the role, but just saying to see that 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 Leona can remember how to do it. Oh, okay, uh, so. Uh, remember, it's resolve plus composure. Okay. So no, intelligence plus composure. And I have the eidetic memory. Merit, Perfect. Which gives me plus two to that roll. So, yeah. Which roll that and... Uh, yeah, I have four successes. Okay. You remember like how, how Katie set it up and you managed to get it similarly uh, set up. Well, keep an eye out for the uh, thing that attacked you. And so, yeah, the banging on the wood wall on the wooden door continues as the two as two uh, two college girls try to break down the door. Okay, we're all just gonna run for the entrance, right? <laughs> With this hallway, is there like any like big dresser that we could push in front of the door just to slow them down a little bit? No. Okay. Excellent. Like, right. There's a railing over there. You could try to jump down. <laughs> Do That's it. true. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a railing over there. You could try to go down the stairs or on a window, whatever you want. Okay. Alan, you should probably probably go ahead. I'm going to, as soon as you're downstairs, I'm going to just make a break for it. All right, all right. <laughs> Meet you on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> and I like tumble down the stairs, like almost fall on my face. All right, here we go. Three, two, one. And she just lets go and she books it down the stairs. So I'll say that 
for this time, you're just going to have Katie roll. Give me a dexterity and athletics roll to see if you can skip ahead of the, uh, of the, uh, draws, I guess you could say. Okay, I'm, uh, going to spend a willpower. Okay. Three successes. With three successes, I'll say that you manage that, that the women, they tear out of the room, like, screaming the heads off for you. But, yeah, you manage to skip ahead of them as they scramble down the stairs and you get down to the foyer where uh, I'm guessing, you know, Katie, I mean, Leon and Alan are waiting. Are you waiting for her or are you waiting outside the doorway? Oh, they're going to be waiting outside. Like, it's just get out and close the door. And I, I don't know how long the gas leak's going to take. All right. So you go get out there and I'll say you could manage to go other you get outside, do you just stand there like waiting to shoot anything that comes out of the door or what are you doing? Are you gonna brace the door? Because like it's an open door, opens inwards. Oh crap, another one of those. Um uh, yeah, let's let's brace the door. Oh, okay. We really don't want them coming. Well, it's cold outside. They they don't want to come out. Either. Maybe we can just set up overwatch. See if they come out through the door, and if they do, just shoot them. Okay. Don't want to get too close to them anyway. All right. So, as as you as you all of you stand ready outside with your weapons drawn, the door opens, and one of the one of the girls just comes screaming out of this, screeching with the thing. If I would have her, I was like, ah! Oh, awesome! And so, do you shoot? Oh, as soon as you see her, or? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna make noise, guys. This is a weird situation. Two but, successes. Yeah. So Tell me you can make this too damage. if you're... Yeah. Okay, so oh. two successes, that's two damage. Oh, so, okay, so yeah, that's four damage total. And yeah, definitely, when both when both shots hit the girl, and she's definitely like, ooh! They really see, like, she staggers and, like, drops to her knees, but, but like, she's not moaning in pain, just, like, moaning in pleasure, honestly. And she's still like trying to claw, crawl towards you, but, like, she's, like, she's badly hurt by this point. She's, like, two, uh, two bullets in her. Well, shoot, if we kill her, the thing's going to come out. It's cold outside, right? So it's just going to die, I hope. No, it hibernates, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, we don't know that. Yeah. Um, it wasn't It wasn't very warm in the storage unit, and it jumped out. Yeah, uh, exactly. So this thing is clawing its way towards you. And what, what do you do? It's going to get to you guys on, like... Uh, you know, never, it's not a very long distance. So there's like a running lunge at you. Awesome. No options. And I start shooting again. <laughs> <laughs> give me another shot. I'll give you a... You, okay, with one success, you definitely you hit it again. And now she's just like... You hit her, like I'll say, in like the shoulder. She's just like... Ah, ah, lying on the snow. Yeah, just blood. Minus blood out onto the snow. Hmm? Or I don't know how much health she has, but... Yeah, the last three health boxes, they tick off. They give you, like, minuses to everything. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, she's pretty much, she's badly injured. She's, I think one more shot probably might finish her off. All right, well, Katie will be the one to do it then. So it would have been a, she heard Alan do it because she had a moment of hesitation, and then she just, Okay, so give me a roll. Three successes. Yeah, you headshot. Since you know where to aim, you actually go right for the throat. And I'll say that... You manage to like you shoot it, and then you see like this orange fluid, like like burst from her throat, along, along with blood. Gruesome. And so yeah, I'll say that yeah, you managed to kill the thing as well as the girl. Okay. So yeah, they see like it sort of like flop out, like. like ah. Okay. So um, now you've just had you know gunfire 
out in the open air, and there's a dead body right in front of you, and the house is gonna, you know, burn down in a few minutes. Uh, without really thinking much, she'll, Katie will pick up the person that she just murdered, and, like, kind of toss drag her them, back in t- yeah, drag them back inside, and reclose the door. It's like, we just gotta go. You're just gonna run now? <laughs> Unless you guys are gonna stop her. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yep. So we're just doing the like ice power walk, trying to get away. <laughs> Female <We're> arsonist. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Katie's got a checkered past. So yeah, the house burns down because people are t- they were first too preoccupied with you know trying to put out the fire in the first place. And because everything's all frozen, it's hard to fight the fire because there's, you know, not a lot of free-flowing water readily available. So it's like, so like several other houses catch fire because of all the smoke and ash go around, and you report this in, and they Except say, yeah, basically you have to stay there because unless you can confirm that they're all everything is dead, they're got, you have to stay there for the duration. Right. And so over the next uh, week, I'd say. The town of La Fontaine undergoes a uh, mysterious arson, and uh, th- uh, under a bit of martial law, as like people, like there's stories of like you know people going, of, like these death squads going from house to house, going through it and burning it down, or you know clearing the places out. And basically, yeah, the whole thing is goes down like this unpleasant affair in uh, American disaster history, and that is the game. I will say that, yeah, you guys managed to not... You bet, you didn't really succeed at the end, but you didn't <laughs> fail. Because, yeah, you left them in a burning place that was not... you know It wasn't going to instantly burn up like that. It was going to like catch fire and spread, yeah. so you gave them plenty of time to escape. Yeah. And... Shoot, I yeah. didn't think about that. Yeah. I think our whole theory that they don't like the cold was a bit of like, conjecture. Well, no, they, don't, they don't like cold, but... It's not going to kill them instantly. Yeah. So, oh. yeah. That was that was a lover in ice. And we're going to end this broadcast right now. So, thank you for watching. And see you later. Hello, folks. Have you ever wished you could have an easy way to find gameplay videos and podcasts? Or just media in general that deals with your favorite White Wolf role-playing games? Or have you ever wished you could find a forum to share gameplay that you have recorded, one which wouldn't be drowned out by random posts and discussion so that your media could get the attention you want? Well, we have the answer for you in a Facebook group we run called White Wolf RPGs Gameplay and Media. The group is specifically ran with the sole intent of it being a one-stop shop for people to view or share media involving the games we all love. We take thorough steps to ensure the page does not become cluttered and is easy to traverse. We are currently over 1,000 members strong, and we are continuing to rapidly grow with new media being shared every day. Stop on by. We hope to see you there. High-level games the industry's first choice in taking your games to the next level. We are a podcast blog and new media network at highlevelgames.ca. We have blog posts about all of your favorite games going up five days a week and a podcasting network with actual plays and shows that discuss role-playing games with more rolling out all the time. 
We are on iTunes, Twitch, and YouTube. Find out more information at highlevelgames.ca, a site that certainly isn't controlled by a shadowy board of directors of otherworldly origin. That's highlevelgames.ca. Please, help. They're coming. The Los Angeles metropolitan area is constantly growing and changing. The Central District is full of new buildings. The Hollywood and Wilshire districts, once far from downtown, now are part of a which spreads past Beverly Hills and out to the ocean. Why is all this going on in Los Angeles? Why is Los Angeles an exploding city? Neon Masquerade The Demon's Mirror Thirteen Candles Three Chronicles Running Through the Undead Veins of the City of Angels The Esoteric Order of Roleplayers Actual Play Podcast invites you to drink deeply. Go to eorpodcast.com and search the Duets tag to find out more. (laughs) 